Hi everyone, welcome back to IntelliPeace. This is the first real episode and I've been postponing recording this for such a long time because of course because of fear and the fear does not even make sense because I'm not in front of people but I think it's the thought of putting my ideas out there. But anyway, this first episode and also the intro, the first time that I put it out there, I really didn't share it. So I don't think uh, the first few weeks of it being out, people listen to it. So that's a bit comforting and not too scary for me. So I'll just share it when I'm ready. And like the idea has been like the idea of recording podcast has been in my mind for so long and I just put it off because of just I'd say maybe unknown and it's, it's something I've not done before I'm not a natural speaker in front of people so it's it's not such a familiar activity for me but anyway I'm here and our first episode as the title suggests is 73 questions with my subconscious i think this is a really the first time i actually first i'd like to say that this is almost a borrowed idea if i may say like of course the answers to this and to these questions are not borrowed but the questions are borrowed and this is from a site called Thought Catalog. So they have um, mostly they mostly do articles, it's a publishing company, so they mostly do articles and also have a few editors who have podcasts on um, on different platforms. And I was just reading through one of the articles and I came across this and I thought, what what does this even mean? Like, what, what, like it was, I think I just saw the word subconscious and you're basically asking yourself questions and I thought, anyway, I thought this was really interesting and let me push it out that I haven't rehearsed the, <laughs> I haven't even rehearsed the answers to these questions so some questions i may not really have answers it's like i feel like answering these questions will be almost a form of therapy because they're really interesting questions that if you took time to actually answer them you'd really see yourself from a different perspective and get to understand yourself a little bit more and just it's really just interesting for me so we can begin by what i think i'm trying to achieve by answering these questions and what the title maybe means so 73 questions with my subconscious i won't answer all 73 questions today today i'll just answer a few of them i'll I'll separate the podcast into three because these questions are too many and just try answering them in a very short and brief way uh, so, um, why I thought this was really interesting is the, especially the subconscious part. As if you know or you don't know, so 
the mind how it how we are is like we have the cultures and the subcultures and the cultures is things that are in our awareness things like what we smell things that are at six actually conscious stuff and things that we are able to perceive through our five senses they are basically things we are actively perceiving through our body and there's nothing much to think about them because you actually there's nothing too deep about it you can actually see it, you can actually see something and recognize what it is something like that so that whole um, um activity of like looking at something and seeing it and perceiving it or a smell of something of something familiar that's that's in your awareness and your consciousness or reading something it's now in your awareness at this particular point in time but now our subconscious as when you literally google subconscious and unconscious subconscious and conscious you actually see the ice the famous iceberg whereby whatever we actually see on top and whatever the, the kind of person that you actually see when you actually meet a person is just the tip of the iceberg but everything else that actually makes us and where our actual thoughts that's why even thoughts was super super interesting where our actual thoughts come from and how we behave and how we react to things most of it comes from our subconscious and it's just like the simplest term of defining our subconscious is things that are below our awareness this can also for us to understand it even more it's things that we do habitually things we do not have to even think um um things things that do not have for, for you to actually um and as your subconscious you have to actually think about it it's not obvious it's not like and you're present at the front of your mind you have to actually think about it for you to actually understand whatever is in your subconscious the so things like habitual things things like movement you really don't think about moving you just move because that is how your brain is wired to just move or things like breathing things like your heart beating like so the subconscious can be explained even from the mind and also from the body so things like your heart beating your blood flowing those are habitual things that you do not have to control and also there are thoughts in your mind that you have no control like you they are very deep within your mind that it's now it's it's now something that you do habitually so um then with that kind of description i think we can actually answer these questions they are very simple questions and i thought to be really fun answering them and if i do not because this is so unrehearsed so i haven't i've looked at the questions and maybe thought what but like i haven't really rehearsed on what i'd say so i have a fear that it will get some questions i really not have answers to as i've said it's like the way sometimes in therapy you ask a question and you honestly have no answer to that because i don't even have a reason for that because you do not have an answer or it might be a bit hard for me to answer the question but i'll try my best and i hope this is fun for someone who's listening and as you're listening i think it will be so nice in for a question for you to also think about it because these are things that we do not think about in our day-to-day lives like they are obvious things they are things we just pass over and do not 
pause and think about and so let's get to the first question <laughs> anyway first question is why are you here and not okay so uh, let me even first these questions are separated into like they're grouped so i think i'll 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 read a group of questions and then go one by one because some of them are related and some are not so let's start with the first category the first group of questions so why are you here and not there why do you hate anger so much why do you avoid it why does it feel wrong in your body is that a good thing Okay, so here I feel like there are two questions, two like two separate themes to this group of questions. So the first one is very generic. Why are you here and not there? Okay, are they asking it from a physical perspective or not? Is it physically or even mentally? I don't know, but I think I'll answer it this way. I'm here out of choice and it's not it's not i'd say okay where i am right now i'm in my room <laughs> and let's say things like in my career where am i where i am right now and not somewhere else i think that's a better way to actually answer it some i do not some of the things in my life i feel like i had no choice and not that i was forced into i feel like it was just lack of knowledge and fear of exploring other things that's why i'm here and I do not think I've been very intentional with things that I'm doing. Things have, I'd say things have worked out for me out of privilege and it's, 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 yeah, I'd say things have worked out for, for me because of privilege and it's good that I was able maybe to get a head start in some way with some things such as I had good parents who could take me to school things like that but in terms of other decisions of like my career and maybe maybe a choice of where to live some things I was not very intentional I took what I was given and that's why I'm here and not there would I change that yes I've grown up and at this period of being in my 20s it's a very beautiful time of trying to figure out why am I alive? So I'm trying to be very intentional and just deciding on paths that I want to. With everything that has been handed to me, I think I'm at a good position to make decisions in the way in that in this way I'd really like them to go to. Yeah, that's why. And I think I have answered that. I'm here because uh, I'm here out of circumstances but I'm trying to change it to be very intentional in everything. So the second part of the question is, why do you hate anger so much? Why do you avoid it? And why does it feel wrong in your body? Is that a good thing? Um, do I hate anger? I do not, actually, I do hate, I feel hate is such a strong word. That's why I'm having a hard a bit of hesitation to answer this question because hate is such a strong word. Um, I, anger is just a very uncomfortable feeling for me and I'll do anything to avoid it, actually not confront it. So 
I hate it because it makes me feel like that's not who I am. Um, I'd say I'm a very chilled and calm person and very understanding and I try really being calm in every situation. So when sorry, so when someone or something gets to me to the point of anger, it means that it has really it's really gotten to me. It's it's now a big thing and it's it has the potential to change the person I am and it's very uncomfortable because I really do not know how to deal with anger because also my, I'm, I'd also say that I'm such an empath and really feel everything and being such a sensitive person anger is a very uncomfortable feeling because it's such a negative feeling and nobody wants to sit with any negative feeling why do I avoid it? I think I answered that too because it's very uncomfortable for me and it makes me feel like I'm not this is not me this I and I can't I don't know who I am when I'm angry so I'll just avoid it and why does it feel wrong in your body <laughs> how why <laughs> see this is one of the questions I was saying I might not really have an answer to that it will take me some time to actually think about why does it feel wrong in my in my body because that's not my natural state of of being i i'm always looking we are always as as i won't even personalize this we are always looking for positive things and 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 i put quote unquote chasing happiness and all that so when anger negative emotions such as anger comes within us it's very for for me it's very foreign in my in my body i do i'm not sure sure that answered that question but you get my thoughts is that a good thing um it shouldn't actually um it's it's not it's not a good thing i want to say it's a good and bad thing but like honestly speaking with the way i'm the type of person i'm trying to be is to be comfortable with very uncomfortable situations and emotion and anger may be one of them and as my i was talking to my therapist and she she told me something like anger is a masking emotion like whenever you're angry or you can see someone is angry it's not like anger is not an emotion on its own anger is brought up by fear anger is brought up by a lack and insecurity like it's never an emotion on its own so whatever whatever is trying to show you you should really be dealing with it and never not being uncomfortable and trying to be very comfortable with it and through that way of like exploring whatever the anger is trying to tell you i feel you will come to an answer so whenever anger comes to me i purpose to sit with it and actually observe it from a very um objective point of view to instead of lashing out in the beginning or actually walking away i'm not the type to lash out i just walk away because i think that will solve it like we'll all forget that <laughs> which is not true so i think it's good to maybe sit with it, maybe give it time maybe you should not really um lash um what what is it maybe deal with the situation out of anger so just give it time 
but also be very conscious to understand what is it trying to tell me that's our first bunch of questions uh, okay that felt relieving I was a bit nervous of how I'm going to answer these questions but I think it's going okay and just a reminder as I'm reading out the questions to be also nice to think about them like just just gently just gently think about these questions because I can feel like they are bringing out a lot and it's a way to as I've said like your subconscious is things that you really do not think about every day the things that are below your awareness and you can only and ask these things by thinking about them and being very critical and accepting so yeah just a reminder check pause and also try answering these questions number two bunch of questions is why does why does eye contact not scare you what makes you sad okay fine what made you sad today are you still afraid of being happy are you happy what does gratitude feel like in your body this is really beautiful questions really really beautiful questions i'm i'm more excited to answer this ones and why does eye contact not scare you eye contact scares me so actually if eye contact does not scare you i'd really just i'd really like to know why doesn't i can please dm me and just a short paragraph how is that possible for you because when i maintain eye contact with someone i can feel them seeing me like real me without any like i can feel them reading my thoughts and they can actually see me really deep within and it's not comfortable because i am a human being that thinks that i am trying to not put out there and it's not like i'm really hiding something at the moment let's say i'm having a conversation with you i'm not really hiding things at with you at the moment but i feel like you can unearth things from me by just making eye contact that's the feeling i have and it makes me really nervous but sometimes i try but just a brief a brief uh, moment of eye contact and then go back to looking at other things but i think it would be nice to even people that i have been with like maybe relationships eye contact has been not that good for me it's a bit hard am i shy maybe yeah maybe but it gives me a lot of anxiety con- maintaining eye contact so if you're in a staring contact competition yeah whoever's listening you're ready and i'm going to fail what makes you sad okay fine what made you sad today mm-hmm. um today wasn't today 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 what made me sad today um this is this is a very tough question because i'd have to be very vulnerable uh but today i didn't feel any sort of sadness that maybe i don't want to really share but there are days when i've woken up and like my my sadness comes from very similar things like have since if it's if i'm sad about something especially seasons and there's definitely something maybe disturbing me at that point and today today 
and on of late i've been having a bit of sad days but today was actually a good day and things things that make me sad are past memories things i i i know it's not good but those are things that i i tend to dwell on past heart past things things that happened in the past keep on coming back to my mind and they make me really sad and it it turns out to be a current emotion from a past experience today i was actually listening to a podcast and they were speaking of how uh, we, we shouldn't be thinking from our our shouldn't be shouldn't be reacting according to our emotions okay the, what they are explaining was is most of us are stressed or have negative emotions from past experiences for example i've said i'm i'm, I'm sad or i have a, i'm very stress, stressful about a past experience and you start projecting it to your current situation it actually made a lot of sense that why am i sad about something that has passed and it's now affecting my emotions in the present making me be very inefficient in the present so it's it's like my past is definitely my past is controlling my future basically and i was like that's such an obvious thought but i was mind blown because that's something that we really do and i think shouldn't be the case when a past stressful thing comes to your mind be very conscious of what is happening do not uh, do not operate from your emotions from the past that's what basically they were saying do not operate from emotions from the past focus on the things that you want in the in, in the present and also in the future instead of acting from negative emotions from the past because it means if you're acting from emotions from the from the past and not being intentional to change your thoughts about the situation in the present it means you're actually thinking from your emotions and we do understand that our emotions thinking from my emotions is not a very stable place to think from that was very that was actually a very good thing that I, I had today and are you still afraid of being happy are you happy and then is what does gratitude feel like in your body okay mm are you still afraid of being happy are you happy can you this this i think this is actually the question that made me feel this was this is super interesting this is i'm excited to answer this question so at the same time this is scary <laughs> if you take some time thinking about that question are you still afraid of being happy uh my idea of happiness first of all is that happiness cannot be constant if i want a million dollars today it's funny how my mind went to money immediately but so if i want a million dollars today or if i what else <laughs> if i find the love of my life today that happiness cannot be constant it's always going to go to spike like happiness can can will always go back to the status quo that's something that we really need to be also conscious and know that that your happiness will never ever go to maybe from a 1 to a 10 and below and stay in the 
for a very long period of time it will always go back to the one because that is the status of your happiness and you can actually do things to maintain not i wouldn't say it is happiness but it is your state of contentment but in terms of happiness it goes up and down am i afraid of happiness at the end my answer to this would be there are times i'm afraid of the happiness because has something really really good happened to you and you were happy and then immediately thought of something ruining the happiness like it's it, sometimes i feel like there's some transaction that happens in the universe where you're given something really good but to prepare not to prepare you but at the back of your mind you know this is not going to happen often and you should be prepared for like something but to also happen because life cannot be 100% so sometimes being happy makes me afraid it it makes me realize that as much as i am happy let's say at at a 10 there's also the possibility of being sad at a 10 and i think my approach to this should be acceptance accept the happiness accept the sadness accept the negative emotions it comes it goes so being afraid will not really change the whole situation and you cannot control anything in the world am i happy is the next question <sighs> i i at this particular point i'm i'm like right now i um i feel i feel is happiness even an emotion at this because i'm trying to explain happiness with how i'm feeling and okay i'll explain it from let me not overthink it i'll think about it from an emotion perspective and at this moment i feel really i feel good i feel good recording this podcast because this is something i've been wanting to do and the first episode is is things that first of all i'm easily i can easily talk right now as much as i thought this would be hard and also these are very interesting questions and i'm able to relate with other things that i've been listening and reading and i'm feeling very expanded as i answer yeah expanded as i answer these questions and i feel proud of myself so yeah at this point now 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 this point i am happy generally speaking like the season i am in life um i want to say that i'm that happy like generally speaking there are few things happening and sometimes they get to me and but i'm trying to be intentional as i keep on saying i feel like the goal in everything every every single thing in life is just being very intentional even happiness as i've just said being very intentional in creating it i thought like being happy just came out of things that come out from the external but this is a very intentional journey and um that's my goal like that's what i'm aiming and planning and going towards <laughs> the other last question in this group of questions is what does gratitude feel like in your body hmm um in in regard to the to gratitude and the podcast that i just talked about um 
they mentioning about your thinking about from the past also talking about gratitude and this has been a very it's it's been a recurring thing in my life since even when I was young because my mom used to tell us like point like your point of living should point her my words your point of living should be from a point of gratitude like never ever think that you are at your lowest that you do not have there's always something to be grateful for and this in my body gratitude feel warm i'll just use very simple terms gratitude feels warm and it's also a form of happiness knowing that you have what you have and you are able to 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 go about your life with the things that you have and also and how how else i'm not too sure like to be interesting to know how gratitude what gratitude feels in your people's bodies your your bodies <laughs> um yeah i think it feels warm in, in in me like it's just really nice to know that i have what i have and this is a point of even having if if i have this at this moment it means that it's possible for me to get even other things that i really want yeah it's <laughs> i wish i was having this conversation with someone else it would be really nice to actually know what how gratitude what does how what does gratitude feel in their body yep so answered that we could go to the third group of questions and and that group of questions is Why does the phrase hang in there make you want to cry? Why do you tell them you don't how do you te- sorry how do you tell them you don't want to drink because it makes you depressed? Do you say that or do you just drink anyway? Um so the phrase hang in there for me it feels sad sometimes when someone tells me hang in there because it gives it's the realization that you have nowhere else to go especially if it's an emotional kind of pain it, it tells it it makes you feel a bit let me say hopeless like there is nowhere else to it's not even hopelessness it's just a f- because you're tired of dealing with whatever you are dealing with and now someone is telling you like hang in there because i'm sure this is when you're actually telling someone about your problem your pain and they just tell you hang in there and most times our friends or people around us tell us to hang in there because some of these things do not have definite um remedies for example if i told you today that i am sad about um like it's it's just something that causes emotional 
sadness and you really cannot change the situation at the moment and the only way to maybe deal with this is maybe heal whatever you're going through so that's when your friend will tell you hang in there and it's it almost feels like they didn't have they really didn't help you but if you think about it honestly you ever heard of this phrase of like when you're dealing with pain or something to do with emotional um and discomfort the only way out is through so the only way out of pain of discomfort is through the discomfort there's no other way out and sometimes we try to create shortcuts but it really doesn't work it's so sad i think that's why the statement the phrase hanging there makes me want to cry because it's just realization that i have to go through this and i really do not want to go through this but I mean you really do have to go through it. I think this should be a reminder really if you're going through something and you the situation cannot be remedied at this point and maybe you're trying to let go of something of someone and it's 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 really difficult. Breathe in. Really take a really deep breath in and trust me that it's 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 going to be okay like if it's <laughs> it's if this has been going through for some time and sometimes you think i'm actually <laughs> pausing because it's it, this is actually really personal to me and it should be a reminder to myself like sometimes something goes on for so long that it feels like there's no way out like it's a labyrinth of just in a discomfort and you can you really cannot see any way out so be compassionate be patient with yourself be kind to yourself that's the very important be kind to yourself hang in there as much as so uncomfortable it will still be okay at the end and how do you tell them the next question how do you tell them that you don't want to drink because it makes you depressed do you say that or do you just drink anyway Um this question it's a bit reversed for me that's I'll be honest and just it's very reversed for me for someone to, like being in a situation and someone is making you drink but you don't want to cause it makes you depressed well I think for most of the population <laughs> I don't know okay, that's an assumption but anyway when I'm depressed I think that's when I'll have a glass than the other way around of having a glass and feeling depressed so for me it doesn't really apply but thinking about myself in this situation of whereby I'm do not want to drink because it makes you depressed but your friends or people who are around you do not understand will I express myself or will I just drink honestly the type of person I am I would and it's not a good thing and it's something as i've said and i'll keep on repeating being very intentional if i do not feel like doing something but do it to make others comfort comfortable so it's it's going against myself to make others uncomfortable a very huge sign of how i value myself and how i think about myself and i mean sometimes we do feel like others they need to make others comfortable and they need their priorities come first and it's almost natural sometimes in the name of being kind but if being kind is 
a disservice causing a disservice to yourself i think that's not how we want to live life because we are also valuable people as ourselves and we also deserve to feel very comfortable in our circles and if you're having circles that will not understand who we are and what we're trying to achieve i wouldn't say as such that they are bad people but they are not the right people at that point in time they're really not the best people for you to achieve what you are trying to achieve because you achieve what you want to achieve is not to be depressed but you'll want to make them comfortable and not cause any confrontation or anything by trying to treat by just drinking instead of just speaking up and i hope i remember this is i feel like i'm giving advice but it's really not advice this is to myself <laughs> yeah so that's a mental note that don't devalue yourself in the name of being kind and being nice to people and i think this is something people really um struggle with i've seen like people pleasing the whole it's a whole thing and just need to remember that if you are really not comfortable being kind is not the solution like it's it's really not the solution okay <laughs> the next question this is a question that is on its own and it's uh, it's will you ever stop buying plants I didn't skip i do not buy plants but i didn't skip it because i still have thoughts to like in regards of, to the question so will i ever so i okay first i don't buy plants but why i want i didn't skip this question is i thought that i have been having i really love being in nature i do like nature makes me feel genuinely like it arouses some kind of joy in me like the other day I went to some place that's in Nairobi and I was not even like I'd not even drunk I was just like just like but the feeling that I was feeling of how beautiful this place was like ah that is it was an amazing feeling so I'm wondering if that's how I relate to nature and that's how I feel about nature why don't I have plants I have a succulent one small one and i have another plant but that one is really dying and it's out of neglect and it's, it's honestly really contradicting maybe i do not like taking care of plants but i do love nature i feel like i feel like i have a responsibility towards buying plants if i do love nature maybe i should try buying a plant and see how that goes like just dedicating time and be very like responsible like they i've been thinking of getting a pet but uh that's not feasible at the moment so maybe a plant would be a better idea so i'm just going to put it out there maybe i'll try buying a plant and taking care of it i hope i remember okay i'm just going to write it down <laughs> and try buying a plant should and i'll get a big one so that it's <laughs> but no anyway yeah what am i afraid it's a plant and it's not like i can't really take our plant especially to be nice and indoor plants one that i can see every single day that would be nice yeah that's how i'll answer that one and the last category of questions is why do you put the other half of the words the ones that don't end up on a page on the page is there a great 
is there a graveyard of lifeless prose somewhere what is it about another human being's embrace that feels so good why do you feel like the feeling of another heart so close to yours why do you like the feeling of another heart so close to yours wow my reading um so the first two um the first two questions it's about writing and i really do not write i really do not but i'll i'll just try briefly just whatever thoughts i have that you know that's the point of this whole thing even <laughs> i wanted to ignore it but like this is the whole point of this whole thing so i might be actively a writer but i still have thoughts about maybe writers or just the whole idea so the first question was why where do you put the other half of the words the ones that do not end up on the page is there a graveyard of lifeless prose somewhere mm, i think this is to do with the fear of like putting maybe putting your work out there i'll generalize it that way because i really don't write and i'd like to also say but people who write that's that's beautiful like honestly i really find it people who are artistic to have that's that's beautiful that's an an amazing gift that you have and i'm sure even people who are gifted by listening to people who are gifted they also have a fear of putting their work out there because and it's 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 so unfortunate that the fear we have <laughs> i just said we and it felt really weird to say we as if I mean the creative industry. Anyway, I really I wish I was like actively, but I'm not. But, but through this podcast I'm trying. And that was kid going poster, but anyway. So, I think the problem most people have with putting their work out there is usually fear. And it's 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 so interesting because you even look at people who you know and you're like, "Hey, I know Uh, people people like especially let's say bloggers let's give a very good example um vlog bloggers okay youtube how would they call these people uh influencers if i may say but okay not all of them are influencers but you get they're still in the creative industry and you look at someone and there's someone that you think any their work is amazing and then they describe their situation in their creative process and they talk about fear and you when you pause and think about and listen to them talking about the fear it's always the fear of other people's critiquing like other people's thoughts on their work and why are we so afraid of people looking at our work and judging our work as i think i think i said this to someone like or i don't know but like if if if, if the f- and you know, it it is natural for for having the fear of putting so much blood and sweat into something and then putting it out there and there are people who won't like it first of all there's someone who will always not like whatever you put out there there'll always be people who won't like it and even if if you are a creative as we are, if if you are these are my thoughts if you really are a creative person there are no rules to creating things and meaning that okay well, number one there are no rules to creating anything that you want that you're creating number two 
you'll always find haters and there's something else I also wanted to say so if you being you being so afraid of putting your work out work out there it's more about not even other people it's something because you cannot control other people i think it's something that you have to build within yourself like deal i've been trying me... okay honestly speaking i've been really really trying to just not say these words i think you need to deal with insecurity and it I, i don't know whether that's the right thing to say but this is how i feel about the whole situation being afraid of putting your work out there it's not so much about in the other people it's your insecurity of people breaking down your work which will happen and and people are entitled to opinions whether it's building your work or not but people will always have opinions because that's how we are created we are created to be very to be very um, what what the word um we are very unique so we definitely have conflicting ideas and my conflicting idea does not devalue your work it does not discredit your work so me saying that it should not be green does not mean that green is a bad color and i think we need to really embrace that and not be afraid and i think the only way to go past this fear is doing a lot of work it's not not even hard work just putting out a lot of your work and i think it gets to a point where it's no longer a big issue on how people it will definitely you'll definitely see the maybe the people critiquing your work or you have thoughts of people oh this is how they think about my work but it will reach a point where you you can actually what is it um distance yourself from the negative comments just get it and also being very open because even negative comments they definitely feedback in that and also another thing that came to my mind right now is that i'm wondering i was actually thinking of the idea of you and the work that you're doing are you separate from the work that you're doing because are you the blog you are as me as shelmith am i this podcast is is my value basically what i'm is my value tied to this podcast you also i think you also need to distance yourself we need to distance ourselves from things that we do from externally to who we are things like achievements yeah i got i don't know how many and okay what will i say even <laughs> basically you detaching yourself from your achievements and anything act that is extrinsic from you is a very liberating thing and i'm speaking like this to embody this this is not even where i am but this is to embody and to remind myself and i found that speaking about things that i want to be is a good way to be those things because i'll remember next time and i'll try living my truth and holding myself accountable to actual words imagine myself listening to this Yeah, I think I took too long to on a question that I did not even have an answer an exact answer to. And Yeah, I think I'd, on I'd say I'll, I'll just dealt with that with the fear of putting your work out there. Okay, and then the other question is really beautiful questions. What is it about another human being's embrace that feels so good? Why do you like the feeling of another heart so close to yours? 
um really smiling um reading these questions and it's a nice way to actually end this podcast and what is it another what is it about another human being's embrace that feels so good um hugs for example hugs and even just maybe cuddling with someone and chilling with someone and they're really close to you if you are comfortable in that situation in that whole thing um it, the idea of feeling safe and acceptance i'm thinking of words that are used not even sentences what that used to explain other than other than hugging someone like how do you what 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 words would you explain would you use to describe the feeling that you have when you when you when you in some in someone's embrace and that brings out really good feelings that's how i'm going to answer that question and it's the idea of feeling safe and accepted and just just think about it when you're hugging someone and it's an actual hug of um let's even buy or like meeting someone or like you've missed someone and like you're just hugging them just, just random random embrace i think that idea of feeling safe in someone you safe you feel safe enough for this person to wrap their hands or body around you so it means that you trust this person and definitely it's a feeling of it's 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 a space where you're safe and i think we take for granted such things where you do not this that's why that's why I was even like these are very good questions because i these are things that you don't even think about like these are things that I, when i'm trying to think about them is how is when i can actually feel very grateful in my heart on having these things around me despite covid but hugging someone just being in someone embraces the idea of feeling safe and accepted and there is joy in those two things there's someone else up, like apart away from you that is there for you and i think it's a very nice thing to know that you're not alone and because life is not that easy and having someone else that you feel safe with it's, it's actually a, an embrace is a confirmation that you are safe in this world there is someone who can be there for you and you can be there for them also and i think it also answers why do you f- like the feeling of another heart so close to yours um i think i've answered that a little with, with what i've said of it's the feeling of feeling safe and i could also say that why do you, okay let me answer, i'm reading it again why do we f- like the feeling of another heart so close to yours um I do not have something maybe anything else to add on that cuz thinking about it it's just the same things I do like another heart close to mine cuz we are meaning okay mean if if I'm in someone's embrace it means we are in it's it's it means that we have the same 
I feel I'm, I almost want to even say we have the same kind of purpose in what we are trying to do at that particular moment and it feels good that someone is opening up themselves their heart to yours for them to, for you to be that physically close to them they're opening their heart to yours and you you you're safe within their heart because opening opening your heart to for anything towards anything not such an easy process but this person has opened their heart to you and they want you to be that close to them so it means they trust you and you can also trust them and you're not alone and you're safe <laughs> anyway it's it's interesting just just honestly think about it why 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 do you like the feeling of another person's heart so close to yours you could just um tell me and hey i don't even know whether this i, th- I think what do podcasts do have comment sections i think anyway or if not just dm me with an answer to any of these questions i'll also um maybe leave a link to thought catalog and i'll actually leave a link to those 73 questions we're just thinking should they give you all the questions but yeah it's interesting and maybe you'll just go through them and think of what you of of answers to these questions because there are questions that you have to be quiet and really think them through so thank you this is the end of the first part of this if you've stayed this long thank you just I'd really really if this ever goes out <laughs> if i ever share this but i will like i'm t- really trying to be more courageous so if this goes out and you're able to listen not even to the end but if you skipped and you're here i'd really like feedback and what was interesting for you what would you like me to change what would you like to hear from me yes so this in the next episode maybe i won't really cover the questions so just be taking breaks and cover something else then go back to the questions so i decided to start the questions because it's so easy because i have just questions and their prompts and i feel like it was having a conversation with myself and it was really not that hard for me anyway thank you thank you so much if you listened up to here and i'd also like to say that i'm proud of myself for recording this today because i've been really putting it off and um also i haven't uh, this was from my heart i really didn't there was no script and anything and this is what i'm trying to achieve on this podcast i'm, a tr- I'm just trying to be very genuine and having fun with it and just a form on the way to just express authentic thoughts and really hope to touch someone and that's the main goal that's all from me today have a lovely evening have a lovely day have a lovely time wherever you are and i'm sending you love and light bye